Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Hello and welcome to Career Crossroads podcast and a special recurring segment we like to call Expert Tease. I'm Chris Hoyt, president of CXR, and I'll be your cruise director for this quick 15 uh, minutes or so where we chat with industry leaders and personalities asking them to share one victory, one defeat, turning point, or a career life lesson with you, our faithful subscribers. So anyone can attend the live sessions uh, or can subscribe to the video and podcast series anywhere you listen to podcasts or simply go to cxr.works slash podcast. Now, if you're here live, you can jump into the chat and ask whatever you like of our guests. And if we have time, we'll try to get to that question. Uh, If we do run out of time, we'll drop the cues over in our open and public forum found at cxr.works slash talent talks. Now, just a note before we begin, the focus of each of these, and I think we've done about 25 now, uh, comes from our 2021 priority survey that is found in the research and report section of cxr.works. Now in that survey, we have found um, responses from hundreds of talent leaders who tell us what is top of mind for them with regards to where energy and education uh, of their team should be focused. Now, this ranges anywhere from DE&I to employee wellness to ethics in recruiting. So if you haven't already, head over and drop in your thoughts before we close the survey out next week, and we'll use your responses to determine who our next 25 are. So Speaking of guests, uh, let me finally introduce uh, today's leader and personality, founder and CEO of Smart Recruiters, Jerome Turniak. Jerome, welcome to our humble show. Well, thank you, Chris. I'm really happy to be here. And I think uh, being on a show with the both of you at the same time feel like uh, the pinnacle of my career in HR. So thank you for having me. <laughs> that's, that's a lovely thing to say. Thank you. Uh, look, before we jump into your topic, can you share with us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about your industry or your history of creating smart recruiters? Because honestly, I, I still think I have a long sleeved white shirt that you handed out way long ago. And I think was an ERE conference when you announced that you, what you were doing and, and what your mission was. So can you, can you kind of give us a little bit of background of what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh... Um, I'm an entrepreneur at heart, um, and uh, I sit somewhere between technology and recruiting forever. Um, so I, um, uh, I've always been looking at recruiting as, uh, in, in fact, a, a matching problem of how we bring people and jobs together. Um, and um, I did a, I was a recruiter for a bunch of years, a recruitment agency, and then I did a first generation ATS, which you know, tracking applicants, right? And then after that, uh, I was like, okay, no ATS. Is they don't solve the problem. Like they, they, this is not about tracking applicants. So I founded uh, Smart Recruiters in 2010 here in San Francisco, um, and my mission was zero unemployment. I, I just, you know, as as every technology entrepreneur, I have a big reality distortion, which is like, where's the problem? You just find a person, find a job, and match them. Like let's get it done. Um, and this is how we started Smart Recruiters, and to this day we are. Um, uh, we are on a strong mission, a purpose to connect people to jobs. Uh, we have about uh, a thousand enterprises using our, our talent acquisition suite, a uh, large organization like Bosch, Visa, IKEA, even LinkedIn actually uses us now globally. And we really are the generational successor to the ATS to help companies hire the talent they have 
but I think that that sense of purpose, like internally, how we measure it, um, has, uh, has remained there. And so I'm glad you remember the T-shirt and it said <laughs> zero, zero unemployment. I just, well, and I just, I remember being floored at the, the entire concept of sort of what you're putting together. But, but what really struck me was, um, and anybody who's probably ever spent any time really talking to you a little bit and, and about what you do in the space, it's the heart and, and how you seem to do everything just leaning all the way in towards that purpose. And I think one of the things we sort of, we sort of presented this segment to talk to you is about the idea of leaning into purpose. So, yeah. so let me ask you, what does leaning into purpose mean to you, John? Um, purpose is the why. It's like why you are here. And when everything else falls apart around you, then mm -hmm. your why, your personal why, your company why uh, takes over. And if you have no why, then you just fall apart with the rest of it. We have a strong purpose. You know why you are here. Um, then, then the rest kind of stays where it needs to be. You adapt, the conditions change, but you end up making the right decisions for the right reasons because you stay true to your why. Uh, and 2020 obviously was a, a year where, you know, oh, Let's change the rules of the game. Let's actually let's change everything and then see what happens to companies. And when you're like, okay, what happens here? And at that moment in time, the why really resonates for, at least for me, it resonated for all the Smashians, for our customers. Yeah, well, and just changing the game a little bit. I mean, in a lot of cases, the board was thrown out, right? The pieces yeah. were changed. I mean, there were, there were a lot of shifts, a lot of companies suffered, but you, you've done a pretty, from what I understand, you've done a pretty phenomenal job of, of not just sustainability, but growth as an organization with your people. And when you talk to anybody who's at Smart Recruiters or even talk to anybody who's actually worked with you, they seem to all sort of be fired up about the why. Is there a, is there a secret to sort of what, why is Rome so contagious? Like what, what is it that, you know, draws people to you and that, that magical sort of sense of purpose? You're gonna make me blush here. Um, <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think for me that, that, uh, that guiding light uh, and, and assembling people around the why um, is, is been something I discovered maybe later in my career. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, my why was making money for a long time. Uh, and then my why was being successful. And, and actually, uh, um, Smart Scooters is my third company. And not that I want to date myself, but I, I kind of found my calling here. Um, I've been lucky or blessed or whatever successful in the past. So I'm not kind of financially motivated. Um, I don't need to be on cover magazine of fortune. So I'm not kind of fame motivated or power motivated. I'm really motivated by, can I actually solve this problem? And I, I uh, when I started Smart Recruiters, my daughter, uh, Emily, who was eight at the time, when I came back every, every evening, I'd come back home after a day of work and she would always ask me the same question to see if I had a good day. And she would say, so dad, how many jobs have you created today? Oh. And we had a little online dashboard with the activity of the day on all smart recruiters. And we'd be like, oh, 922 new jobs today. That's a good job, right? And in her, in her eyes, as a child, this is what her dad does. And this, like, if, if a child can understand your why, then you've got a good why. Right? It's pretty straightforward. Oh, I love that. Keep, keeping it simple, right? With mm -hmm. purpose. Mm -hmm. oh, that's yeah. fantastic. But then when, you, when the, 
uh, I was going to say the hmm, it's the fan. Uh, uh, your why then becomes a guiding light, a protector. And in uh, in April last year, uh, mm-hmm. when COVID hit, and uh, you know it's like well, you're selling recruiting software. You know you're selling recruiting software. Nobody is hiring. All of your customers are being followed or let go. And like the world is falling apart. My board is coming to me. It's like Jerome, what are you doing about this? And then I see announcements like every single recruiting software company cut between 15 and 45% of their staff, right? And I'm like, okay, <clears throat> uh, what's happening here? Um, and I remember I stood in front of all of the Martians and I said, all right, this is a defining moment for us. Uh, and we are going to write this together and we will not furlough or let go anyone, like not one person will go, but, these are the numbers we need to achieve. This is how we need to unite uh, behind our customers. This is what we're going to do. And from now on, I'm going to come back every month and I'm going to report to you on your on those numbers, right? And to make sure that we are on track and we keep the company as one, well, that we protect our customers, our community, and our company. And as a result, we ended up at 130% of that plan uh, that wow. we had and not following anybody we were in like a hiring freeze-ish for two quarters. And then we started higher again. We had a really good year. And uh, this is really because we, I think it's because we really leaned in for our customers. Like we started to unite our customer community and and we really were an an agent of positive change and positive source. Okay, yeah, this is really hard right now, but it's also an opportunity. Um, And when you drive that energy in the market then people want to be with you. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I think what's, been really impressive uh, just in the last year and a half or so. Before the the lockdown started, before the massive attention uh, had been put on social injustice, Smart Recruiters was already already doing some pretty innovative things with regards to DEI or or different types of hiring, people with different uh, abilities, uh, and and you were doing it at events and you were doing these surprise. You know, I don't want to give anything away. You can share the story if you want, but you had some surprise walkouts to help people yeah. find jobs and yeah. just some really interesting things. And then you've hired a chief diversity officer, uh, roughly about six seven months ago, and you've really been shaking things up internally. Uh, so you really are walking the talk uh, before everybody sort of said, "Hey, we've got to do something about this in the space." Yeah. Is there is there anything you tell a leader? We've got a minute or two left. Is there anything you tell a leader? who wants to incorporate that type of impact or, or inspire their folks, what they should be mindful of. Like just, just one big takeaway for them to say, if you wanna make change, this is in the right direction. What's one thing they should be mindful of? Okay, the one thing they should be mindful of is uh, talent is everyone. Mm-hmm. People used to talk about, yeah, we have talent management. We, we look after the top 10% of our company. And I was in a meeting one day where there's like 10 of them and they explained their strategy. And I look at them and I'm, I'm thinking, which one is the talent in the room, right? Because it's just 10%, right? A, a talent <laughs> is a human being that is in the right job. Anybody can be an amazing talent. They're just the right person in the right job at the right time. And that's, I'm a firm believer of that. And that when you open that door, then it opens so much opportunities for underrepresented groups, underprivileged groups, people that need a second chance, people that have been discriminated against and just people internally and just make that talent market more fluid, more transparent. Let people step up to opportunities. Don't put too many rules and give people a chance um, and you'll be better 
off with a more diverse organization, a more inclusive organization, and ultimately with people who perform in, in their job at levels that you haven't experienced before. Oh, I love that. And I love it, I, I'm sensing that theme of just keeping it to your truth and keeping it simple. And I, I just love that. Yeah. Jerome, thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. So, uh, all right, passengers, this is your cruise director again, inviting you back on April 20th. Uh, we'll connect with Jay Denton, who is the Senior VP of Business Intelligence at ThinkWide. Now, with everything that's happened to our talent pools and candidate pipelines during the pandemic, uh, he's got a perspective on current talent supply and demand trends that you won't want to miss. Rumor also has it he's going to share one key thing that every TA leader should know to be successful as we go forward towards whatever our new normals are. So feed the pets in advance and give us your full attention when you join us on the 20th to chat with Jay for a quick 15. And until then, we'll look for you online at cxr.org slash talent talks. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.